Pittsburgh Steelers, they win. They hit 421 yards. Kenny Pickett looks good. No Matt Canada. Life is good. But the big question is, what comes next and how far can they take this? And, well, I'd feel pretty good if I was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they moved to 7-4. and four. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals. They hit 421 yards. There is no Matt Canada. Life is good. And everybody's sitting around trying to figure out how real it is, how high their excitement levels should grow, or if they should just accept, hey, life is good because there is no Matt Canada. Well, I think I have some good news. There are a lot of fake happiness in the NFL. There are a lot of fake moments of rise or exceptional goodness. There is a lot of this guy or this team is really good right now and then the magic fades. And everybody is sitting around and they're obviously thinking the same thing. Is the magic going to fade? Is this just because the Pittsburgh Steelers changed play callers in the middle of the week and nobody had any film on them and Kenny Pickett looked good because they ran different things and they utilized different parts of the field and they cut out jet sweeps and is it going to fade? Is it going to go away? I think in most cases, the answer is yes. We all watched Josh Dobbs last night, uh, two, three weeks ago. We're sitting around picking him up on our fantasy football teams. Cough, cough. It was me. I picked him up on my fantasy football team. And then last night he throws four interceptions. They lose to the Bears. And seemingly it kind of feels like the Josh Dobb experiment is coming to an end. The magical run is over. It stinks because Dobbs is a great dude and a great player. But people are catching up on his film. They understand who he is as a passer. They're taking advantage of it. And everybody's going to wonder, is that going to come with Kenny Pickett? Is it going to come with the Steelers offense? Are things going to fade? and go back to where they were. I think while most times it is a yes, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's a no. And I'll tell you why. This isn't, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers made some drastic change and they were a really bad team. For example, the Raiders or the Colts last year when Jeff Saturday or Antonio Pierce comes to town and all of a sudden you get that instant spark. The cigars in the locker room, everybody looking good. The morale is high. This is a new day for these teams, but eventually the magic is going to run out because these guys don't know how to coach football and really their teams aren't that good. There's a, there's a trend. Coaches don't get fired because they have phenomenal teams. Not most times. And most of these coaches are not sitting there at six and four when their team gets nicked and they say, eh, nope, we're done. We're going to move on to somebody better. No. Most times these teams are struggling. It's either early in the season or right at that midway point where everybody realizes chances are the season's over, but maybe we have a a chance if we produce a spark with a drastic change. The Pittsburgh Steelers were a good team. They were a team that were six and four. They were a team that at the time was two and one in the AFC North. They moved to three and one now. They were a time that are there were a team that were sitting in the playoff race. They were a team that was in the dance a playoff team and a playoff team that made a coaching change. So it's not, oh man, this big magical spark. It was, we have good players. We have plenty of talent. We have the team to be a playoff team. 
we maybe don't have the offensive coordinator to call the plays to keep us there. And I think that is drastically different when you talk about the spark that a coaching change provides. I was listening to Mark Caboli and uh, Doran Dickerson on the fan yesterday, last night, and Caboli said that that first play in the game, and, and it, it resonated with me, was a big middle finger to everybody, to Yinzers, to Matt Canada, to the radio people, to the media, anybody and everybody who bashed, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers don't use play action and they don't go over the middle. That's just two things they do not do, and Matt Canada refused to do. Well, they did it in one play, the first play, and it worked. And then nine more times, they got the ball to Pat Fryermuth, or eight more times, they got to the ball to Pat Fryermuth, and all those worked too. And Kenny Pickett seemingly knew what he was doing and could make those plays. That's the difference. This isn't a spark. This isn't Najee Harris is suddenly good at running the football. We've seen Najee Harris do great things with the football. This isn't Pat Fryermuth is suddenly good. No, Pat Fryermuth's been good. He's a second-round pick in the NFL. He was just being held back. This isn't, oh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens could finally run the deep route or Kenny Pickett could finally throw the deep ball. No. That was always there, and he's shown it in spurts and bits and pieces, but he hasn't been given the opportunity to do it on a consistent basis. That's the difference. It wasn't lack of talent, lack of coaching, lack of success. It was lack of coaching, lots of talent, eh, success. And the Pittsburgh Steelers just wanted to raise that bar on the last one, and they seemingly did that. I look at this very simply, okay? Kenny Pickett might not be a great quarterback. He might not even be a good quarterback. But for the first time, you realize that he's an NFL-capable quarterback and that he could do NFL-capable things. And he did it in four days of practice with a new offensive coordinator and a new play caller. And all they did was allow him to do a little bit more than what he was doing before. Cool. He has the wide receivers to get anything and everything done in this league. Anything and everything. And that was the argument heading into it is... Why do you have George Pickens and Deontay Johnson if you're not going to utilize them the correct way? Why are they just hanging out? Why are they useless pieces to this offense? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner agreed, and they made sure that, well, they were involved and that they had their opportunities and that Kenny Pickett was given the opportunity to give them the ball. That was the thing. Going into the game, it was, this is just going to be a running football team. This is just going to be Jalen Warren's offense. Najee Harris is going to take a back seat. The Pittsburgh Steelers are just going to hammer what they do best, and that's running the football. And instead, they just showed everybody, hey, we have the talent to be a capable offense. We just have to release that talent and let it grow. You hear the difference in those words alone. You realize that this wasn't a team that was bad and down on their luck and needed a spark to try and generate anything and everything they possibly could. No, this was just a team that was full of talent that had that talent hidden because of a coach and the play calling. It's clear as day. Where they grow from here, who knows? But I expect more than 16 points in ball games. I expect Kenny Pickett to continue to look good and continue to get better for the first time in a long time, I'm able to say that with confidence. I expect Najee Harris and Jalen Warren to just continue to produce, and I expect Pat Fryermuth and George Pickens and Deontay Johnson to be true 
weapons for the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward. None of these things were hindered because the team lacked success and needed a spark. They were hindered because of Matt Canada. Case in point. Everybody could sit here and worry about next week, and you obviously have to take it a week-by-week thing. But in the grand scheme of things, this is not your normal coaching change. This is not your normal firing of a coach during the season. This is not your, hey, we need a magical run and some type of spark because, man, we are just not getting it done. No. This was the Pittsburgh Steelers, someone. Don't know if it was Mike Tomlin. Don't know if it was Art Rooney. Don't know if it was the words of the players, but someone somewhere realized that it wasn't the talent level. It was the coach and it was the play calling and they made the move and it benefited them. And now it's just about Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner allowing that talent to do what it does best. And that's win football games. And that is enough grounds to stand on to say, Hey, I don't think this spark is going to end anytime soon. Because I don't think it's a spark. I think it's just natural growth for the first time in like 59 games. 